Greg Smith joins us on this episode of What's Next. And Greg's quite an interesting uh, one, a very interesting company. He's the co-founder and the joint CEO of OneSpark Insurance. Greg, welcome and thank you for joining us. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Listen, it's been an interesting journey. Uh, I want to hear about all about OneSpark. What on earth in, you know, inspired you in a, in a very uh, traded market, I might add, to find and start OneSpark Insurance? It's a great question. I think, look, I'm going to, funny enough, I'm going to, I'm going to start with our name and I think I'll, I'll, I'll start with it and go backwards. So most companies, people pick names, it's, you know, whatever comes to mind, you get this name and that. So one spark effectively means it's two words, one and spark. And it's about, it's just the power of the individual. It takes one individual with a spark of an idea to change the world. And I think if you understand that as a core philosophy in terms of who we are and what we do, um, the journey, how we got to where we are makes a lot of sense. So my personal journey is that um, I'm, I love South Africa. I'm hugely patriotic. I, um, as a young boy, I never could accept that I can't move South Africa in the way that I wanted to um, and actually make a change. I could never accept that. So I always remember being like a six, seven-year-old boy and, and knew that I want to create something bigger than myself as a conjurer to do good. And that was always my founding principle. And it's, you know, it would have if I sold toilet paper, if I sold, you know, whatever, cars, it, it would have always been my guiding principle. And that was always what guided me. I'm, I'm very ambitious, but went down the road of actuarial science. I studied at WITS, uh, went to go work at Discovery, became a qualified actuary. Um, and at some point, I just realized, you know, I, I wanted to go travel. I wanted to actually go see the world. Um, but I also knew there was something out there. I knew that I wanted to actually go do something that's my own, create something that bring people together and actually make change. Um, and then when I went to go travel, um, uh, my, one of my ex-colleagues was also traveling. We kind of were doing it together. And one day we looked at each other and we said, why don't we just go start our own thing, you know? And it was quite, it was quite nice. We were in America um, and we were kind of seeing what's out there and, and, you know, what's in the market. And I started flying around in America, both of us. We was back in South Africa. And it was amazing to go pitch against people from, you know, you know, Yale, Harvard, Princeton, you know, and I feel like South Africans, we got this inferiority complex where we, you see those names on the sheets and you're like, I can't complete, you know, I'm from Wits, I'm a little, you know, from the tip of Africa, I'm a Witsi and I'm like, there's no way. And what was amazing, um, and this is how the story started, was that I'd go in there, pitch our idea, um, and expecting a barrage of fire, and after it, the guys were like, this is amazing, we want to partner with this and partner with that. And I walked out of that first pitch and I was just like, we're onto something. And, and it was an amazing journey to see that South Africans on the global scale, not only can we compete, but we can win. And that was quite, and that's why we do so well overseas. I mean, I think it's because we're quite resilient as a nation, as a people. And, yes. uh, yeah, and, um, and from that, what we did was we, um, we actually founded the business in, in America. Our holding company sits there. Um, and then came back to South Africa, just me and Josh, the two of us. And this was 2020 and then COVID hit um, and our reinsurers, our partners were like, are you sure you want to start a life insurance company during a global pandemic? And I was like, one day I'll, yeah, one day I'll write a book about this because unfortunately everyone you know, was passing away. And anyway, we're like, we know what's, what we're doing. Um, and yeah, kind of two and a half years later, you know, we sit with um, you know, 50 employees, including our distribution, about 300 people, just moved into our beautiful offices. So it's been quite the journey. So yeah, that's kind of how we did it. And, yeah, that's a, an absolutely fascinating story. And, you know, as I say, you know, uh, great companies are born through t- at when, when times are tough. And obviously, 
you as an actuary um, with your partner, you guys worked out, listen, there's a big gap in the market. Um, and OneSpark has certainly disrupted the life insurance industry with its unique technology-driven approach. Now, you did mention you're an actuary, so I know a bit about actuarial science because my, my son-in-law is an actuary. Okay. So um, explain to us in, in simple terms how your AI algorithm improves upon the legacy life insurance business model because you know life insurance has been around for a long time yeah. and I'm sure a lot of your competitors are using AI and algorithms. So why, why are you guys so unique? So I think the traditional players um, are stuck in kind of a legacy uh, play where a lot of what they're doing is pen and paper. You know, if you actually take out a life insurance policy these days, you've got a 40-page form to go through, you're busy signing by hand, you've got to go, you know, bloods and medicals. I mean, that's the biggest barrier to entry for life insurance is that no one wants to go, you yes. know, it's, it's a mission. You've got to go there, you've got to give bloods. It's like, you know, why? You just stay with your current provider, you know, even if it's not good cover or even, you know, whatever. So the biggest thing is about being able to build clever tech and AR that can assess risk, right, as accurately as bloods and medicals. That is the real key because convenience in life insurance is the real winner. If you can get people to, because that's the pain point, the biggest pain point is sitting there filling out these things, your blood tests. If you can do that digitally and you have the tech to be able to assess millions of different conditions with a relative, relatively high degree of accuracy, then you've won. So what, when we started, we didn't, we didn't have, you know, we didn't have the legacy of, of, the, of the bigger companies and the old companies. And what we did was we set up on this journey to create one of the smartest AI-driven algorithms on the front end that would allow our clients to go through, get fully underwritten cover, the likes of, you know, compete with the best guys in the market in a couple of minutes. That was our thing. A slick process, a couple taps of a button, and you're fully underwritten. And that was the kind of the founding statement when we started. And fortunately enough, we got on really good partners and were able to build that technology. And I'm, you know, extremely proud of my developers and my actuaries, and I won't go too technical into it. Um, but at a very high level, you know, what we've managed to build is, and I won't say the smartest, because I, I, but one of the smartest, if not the smartest, underlying tech that, that allows us, that a client to go start to finish in you know, two to three minutes, fully underwritten. Well, it will take you weeks to a month at a traditional insurer. But, you know, guys in the market, and you say guys do use this, you know, they have ways of doing that. But the difference with us and them mm -hmm. is that their processes are binary. So basically what I mean by that is if clients going at, and I'm not even saying traditional guys, because traditional guys don't do it, but you do have little fintechs or insurer techs starting up who claim their technology is really good, but the truth is it becomes a very binary state. So you have these things called killer questions. Now, if you answer anything bad, right, you have this little thing, this, it kicks you out completely. So it's only taking that small, small subset of the book. Well, our tech is so brilliant is that it has up to 10 different layers, probably up to 20 different layers going down. These trees, these, these, that, these kind of almost neural nets that like um, find each other. And if, even if people have small ailments or big ailments or anything, we're able to understand and quantify that risk very accurately so we can issue policies of people who are super healthy who are you know, on standard health who are in bad health there and then and that is the beauty of it so we almost have you know a very high percentage of our clients go through while traditional guys are very low percentage and that's why tech is very smart very different and even on the global scale you know the guys we're speaking to and, and the deals you know we hopefully put to you know put together you can really see coming through so that's really where we've gone and that, take, that tech takes a long time to build. And if I give you an example, right, 
in an underwriting process, traditional guys have about 40 questions, okay? And it's laborious. Yes. With us, you have probably around 10, very smart, very quick, and they go deep down the layers. And if our tech, we want to add one question, let's say, you know, we just had a global pandemic and we want to add a COVID question, let's say. We can add that in, in probably three minutes. We're right in the code and our tech can, can do it. Competitors, and I've heard this story, it's a truthful story, one competitor wanted to add one question in and it took them nine months. So it's, it's the chassis that our tech is built on, which allows us to be nimble, quick, flexible. And in a startup environment, that's what you have to be. You have to learn fast, you have to fail fast, you su succeed quickly. Um, and our tech allows okay. us, and our chassis allows us to do that, if that makes sense. That's, no, that's brilliant. Uh, so, so in 10 questions, which is what you say your, 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 your questionnaire goes, in 10 questions, you're able to establish what my health status is more or less before you offer me a quote on my life insurance is it is it as simple as i'm saying it's as simple as that and but the beauty the beautiful thing is that that quote is as accurate well i would say as it's it's 90 in the high 90s you know percent accuracy in terms of blood tests that is the beautiful thing about it is that that that's astonishing yeah but how but how would you know if i have um, a heart disease or I'm a diabetic or not. I might not know I'm a diabetic, for example. So there's, How would you know that? So there's clever ways that we can get it. So the, we don't always have to ask, do you have a heart problem? There's ways that... So the company is also built on behavioral economics. There's a way to elicit an answer out of a, okay. out of a client without asking him. So I'll give you an example. And this is an example that I love. Is that if I ask you, if I ask a person who casually smokes, are you a smoker? I'll say, no, of course not. I'm not a smoker. Now, if, you, if I say to them, it rather uh, put the question, how many cigarettes do you smoke in a week, right? And they say, no, I smoke two or whatever in a week, or maybe one a day or whatever. Uh, we can consider that person a smoker, but they don't think they're a smoker. So if you understand how to frame a question, you can elicit the correct answer without people knowing. And what I'm saying there is that we'll figure out very quickly if there's a problem with the person based on, you know, are you tired, are you this? But, and it's, it, but I'm just saying that the, the questions combine together so that yes. the overall accuracy is, is very strong. Okay. Now, listen, that's, that's like super smart. I'm fascinated by this, this kind of thing. So if I'm a customer, for example, what are the main benefits I will experience thanks to your AI algorithm? And I, I can tell you the one that I already can see is the fact that it's quick. You know, I don't want to sit and answer 20,000 questions. I want to go in and out. I want to be covered. And I also know as a customer that if I do lie about something that, uh, you know, it's going to come out eventually, right? But, I mean, the, for me, the speed is the biggest win here. But the, so, the, okay, so remember the way we frame our questions, it's, it's very smart. So the lying thing, I mean, you can, there's blatant lies, but yeah, but I won't get into too much of how the psychology or like how people do it with insurance companies, because people do, they lie a lot and lie a little bit. And, but anyway, so what is the benefits to clients? So speed and f speed is the biggest thing. In an insurance world, the fact that you can go in, we can give you a quote in 10 seconds, you know, just a quote, an indicative quote, and the full process takes two to three minutes. That's some serious speed. When I'm talking about a traditional company will take a month to issue that policy, right? That's the first thing, and, and that's the first thing. The second thing is price. There's two things that bring people in, speed and price. Now, because, yes. because we're a tech company, we're lean, our tech is so smart, we have a very, you know, the chassis that it's built on is AI-based, tech-based, it's taken us a long time to build, but it is so smart that it cuts out a lot of expenses, right, in the process in terms of underwriting costs of this cost, you know, um, potentially even, you know, labor costs because everything is built, you know, Technology doesn't stop, you know, the, the algorithm will keep going and you know, it, it doesn't get tired. Now, because 
because we've able to do this, we've um, passed those savings on to a client. So now if you go online and get a quote through it, you probably can get cover for half the price of the market. Obviously age dependent, but um, there's, there's, there's pockets where guys, <laughs> we save the guys a lot of money moving over um, in, in diff, you know, different pockets, different uh, policies. And for me, that, that, those are the two things. From a client, it's process, it's experience, it's where it should be, where technology and insurance should be. And at the end of the day, if you're saving money, it's a no-brainer. I'm going to try it out and I'm going to give you feedback because, uh, you know, I think it's I think what you guys are doing is brilliant. You know, you you're obviously using very smart AI and automation and, you know, you, you're competing against companies that have got lots of layers of complexity uh, and you're passing on those savings to me as a customer, which is great. And you offer a world first pay as you need life cover model. Um, could you unpack what that entails and why is it? superior to traditional models and I'm thinking to myself well I recently traveled abroad for a month could I take out life insurance for a month so to speak so in theory you can I mean I won't get too much into the actual um, nuances I think that's for your son-in-law I'll have a chat with him offline about the the technicalities <laughs> but um, so so from my side it works okay so pay as you need is a concept where and you have to understand a little bit how life insurance works, and I'll, I'll break it out very simply. Life insurance is, is priced in two ways. Either customers go and pay too much today, so they overpay today. So if they should be paying 100 Rand, they'll pay 150 Rand. And what it's to do is that you overpay today so that in the future you can underpay. You know, that's just how it's priced, right? The other concept is pay less than you should today. And the way that the insurance company makes up for that is they overcharge you a lot at the end of your policy, right? Now the concept that, which is something very close to my heart, is that traditional life insurance is like going to the casino because you can never win if you gamble against the casino. This is, as an actuary, I know the numbers, and you know, pits it against it. And life insurance is the same. And the reason why I say it is, like, think of scenario one. You go to insurance, and I'll look at your policy often. I'll, I'll um, well, I can't give advice as an actuary, so I'll just give you factual statements. I mean, that's that's what I can give. Um, but I'll. The way that it is, is either you've paid too much up front, okay? And the problem with paying too much up front is that you don't know where you're going to be in 5, 10, 15 years. You may be different, you know, maybe a different circumstance. You need the cover, do you not need the cover, you know? Yes. And, and yes. You, usually you don't. As you get older, you don't need the cover. The cover's there to, you know, pay for your future income or expenses or your children's education. Right. And that's the only real right. main need. So. The actual shape of cover is you don't need it as you get older. So if you've overpaid for many, many years, and now you get, you get, you know, you become, you know, you you get close to retirement, and you want to bring down your cover, um, you can't actually, you you can bring down your cover, but you've overpaid for all these years, um, and you lose out. So you've overpaid for all these years, right. and at the end now you lose out. But the other way, the other problem is you say, well, look, I want to get the good deal now and pay less than I should. And I should be winning, but now you actually want to keep the cover for many years, and you're just going to get hammered in the back end. Your increases are going to become so, you know, steep that the cover becomes unsustainable. And that's how insurance companies, traditional life insurance companies, price. And the problem is, is that you never win. So if you pay too much today and you cancel cover later, they win because they they get all that value. And if you pay too little today and you you're actually loyal and stay for the long time, you're just subsidising everyone who's left at a very high level, if that makes sense. And that's the problem that. Myself and my co-founder really found in the market. I don't think it's personally ethical. I don't think it's the right way to do it. And so what we did was, um, you know, because the insurance company always holds the keys and the cards. They can increase premiums at any point. So what we said was we said, let's create cover 
that you only pay for the risk that you possess. So in theory, at a month interval, yes, you can do that. You could buy cover. With us, you could buy cover for a month, be covered for a month, and then if you want to cancel it, you haven't overpaid or underpaid. You've just paid exactly what you should. And the whole concept, because we're not doing that, um, overpaying and underpaying, it allows the cover to work correctly. So you pay what you should in each year, and as your liabilities increase, it goes up, and then when your liabilities come down, your cover comes down. And as a company, we don't, we don't lose out because we're not banking on clients paying forever with these massive steep increases and penalizing them. So that's the real difference and that it's pure cover, it does the trick, um, and it's just how insurance should be. It's, it's the same with car insurance. You wouldn't, car insurance is year to year. You wouldn't go in and, and pay your insurance for your car today and let's say that's 2,000 Rand and pay an extra 1,000 Rand for car insurance for the next year, the next year, and the next year. But with life insurance, unfortunately, you do. So um, that's the kind of the, the change that we wanted to bring into the market. Wow, it's absolutely, I'm fascinated by this uh, business model of yours, uh, driven by AI, of course. But outside of your core AI algorithm, OneSpark uses technology to, to streamline its services. And we know today, uh, it's all about using hyper automation to streamline many processes and a part of your services, for example, and, and there are many other ways you're doing this. Now, one of these is how you are empowering advisors through your technology. Now, could you unpack how this works? Because technology is what's unlocking a lot of the value here. No, 100%. And as you said, so our chassis is built on, as I was explaining, our tech underlying. So. We've got two AI components in it. It's the upfront assessment of risk. It's allowing us to assess risk as accurately as anyone else, you know, with blood tests and all of that, which makes the process simple. And then inbuilt in the model, we have an algorithm which actually accurately for each person, their age, their occupation, their marital status, their debt, we go in and this, this algorithm can actually predict with, I mean, incredible accuracy, the exact amount of cover you need at every point in your life and it actually moves with you. So not traditional cover just goes up like this, right? Our cover tracks, it goes, when you're younger, it goes steeper because your liabilities are increasing quicker and then it goes up and then it kind of goes down as you get older, but it's, it's based on your job, your age and everything like that. That's the second layer. Now, when we built those two, those two parts of the business, okay? And, I'll, get, and I'll, I'll show you how it enables advisors. Because we, we can assess risk and we, and we can uh, predictably predict what clients need, they're covered every point in time, far more accurately than any other insurance company or any other advisor doing in their personal capacity. It took us months of building this, running models and projections and, and AI runs and, and so forth. So what we did is we built something called the protection wheel. And basically it's a ratio that shows how much you're covered relative to what you're 100% indemnity. Now that's what the life insurance, in my view, the market's been missing. Because if I go to you and you go, someone goes to an advisor and they say, how much cover do you need? It'll be a thumb suck. They'll just say, you need 5 million cover. There's no actual accuracy behind mm. it. Now, South Africa has a massive under-insurance gap. 90% of people are, are just not covered. And that means if the breadwinner dies today in that family, they'll only be leaving 10% of what their family needs going forward. I mean, that's the average in South Africa. It's a massively disturbing stat. Now, when we created this, this, this number, we call it the protection wheel number, that a client will go through and they can test the thing and, and they can see they're only 40% covered. And we actually show them how to get to that 100%, what benefits they need. It's actually, um, it's a beautiful process. It's very pure. So how we enable our brokers? We enable brokers. So we also saw in the market, you know, advisors, you've got traditional companies who advisors, um, you know, where the companies 
are just leaving them to, to kind of battle by themselves. As I said, they've got 40 page application forms, take weeks to go on board. You know, there's no tools to really help them in terms of, um, you know, tell them what the client needs. And they're not really helping them. Right. They're not helping them build their book. You know, they're not automating um, compliance and those those aspects. So we looked at holistically and we said, well, you've got insurtechs coming in when we're in insurtech. You've got traditional guys, but there's this beautiful middle ground where you can take financial advisors and financial advice and bring it in the 21st century. And it's been an unbelievable experience because what we're able to do, and if you think about the tools we're giving to advisor, they can sign up a client. Now their time is money. They can sign up a client in a couple of minutes. You know, we have tons of stories, guys sitting in Joburg, you know, on a, you know, during COVID on a call, you know, <clears throat> with guys, you know, Joburg talking to guys in Cape Town and PE and whatever and selling policies, you know, in three minutes over the phone. Now that's incredible. That kind of tech allows them to sell more quicker. And the example I give, you know, and, and remember also the algorithm telling the clients exactly how much they need, helping out with that. It changes over their life. We're giving them all the tools. And the one thing at a traditional company, usually, I mean, an advisor in a great month, if they've shot the lights out, they can sell maybe 10 policies, 10 life policies. One of our advisors in one day sold eight policies, just to give you a feeling of what tech can do, how much it can empower yeah. an advisor force. Now, not only are we giving this incredible tech, this chassis that allows them to onboard their guys extremely quickly and tells them the exact cover for every client on board, that's where that tech and AI comes in that helps them. We also automate the entire compliance, so we do all of that for them, which helps them. And we also do, we provide them leads, we, we, we source leads and try to build their book. Um, and all those, you know, coming together, that support system, you know, really unshackle advisors to sell well beyond what they could, um, you know, at other places. And that's the gap that we've seen um, at bringing, you know, advisors in the 21st century. And the most unbelievable part is that in South Africa and globally, you have an aging advisor force because you know young guys come in they struggle because you know they want to sell quickly don't have networks and what we've seen is our advisor force is extremely young we're bringing brilliant people back into the financial services world because wow, the tech is interesting yeah the tech is enabling them to sell fast quick um and it's helping them you know it's helping them to learn and for us something i'm very proud of so yeah that's that's it in a nutshell well listen at the end of the day you know, at the end of the day, what all of the stuff we're talking about now, the speed, the price, et cetera, et cetera, it's all about customer service. You know, customer right. experience is the biggest win in, 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 in the world today. I mean, you can have uh, you can have great technology, but if the customer experience is bad, you know, you're not going to do anything. So it's a big deal, especially when you look at the insurance industry. And for me, the frustration as a customer, you know, all the hoops and the compliance that I've got to go through and sign this and sign that. Could you explain how you use technology to make that user experience superior? And, 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 and I think you touched on it a second ago with the amount of forms that you've got to fill in and sign. And now you can do all of this digitally. I think you've answered it for me. There's not much more I have to say. But no, it, it, exa <laughs> exactly what you said. It's, um, you know, if you, you said it, you know, you don't want to go through the forms. You don't want to do the, you know, signing this, signing that. You know, then you've got to go through the medicals, you've got to book time, you've got to get a nurse, and, you know, it's a mission, you know, everyone's busy. So for us, if you, you get it in three minutes, no signing anything, it's actually the click of, it's, it's six pages effectively, you click six buttons, and then you're done. I mean, that, that, that is how we're solving through our tech. It's, wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very, very sleek onboarding process. So look, I imagine that the rest of the industry is looking at OneSpark, and they're looking at what you guys are doing, um, and I mean, I, I certainly have seen 
changes in the insurance industry. Um, they might not be as fast as they would like to embrace the new technology around it, but how are you seeing the rest of the industry embracing technology like you have? Are the guys where you at, are they going to start copying you, for example, or are you setting new benchmarks all, all along the way? Well, I think, I think also I'll come back to, um, yeah, look, from the company's point of view, it's been an unbelievable journey with, with, with everything, and I'll, I'll go into the industry. I mean, for the guys, I mean, we won South Africa's most innovative life insurance company, I think, two years ago. Um, we won actually the world's most innovative life insurance company. Uh, yeah, wait, South Africa was last year, the year before was the world's most innovative life insurance company. We were not Google. Uh, we were selected in Google's like global um, growth incubator. One out of six companies in Africa. Movies. The reason I'm saying it is because if you embrace technology and you embrace AI, you know, and you really, really bring it to the forefront of your offering, you know, you create something that's different. Now, the market, and I'm going to speak specifically for life insurance, but I can speak broader. That's where the market wants to go. You have to. You have to embrace it because it gives you a competitive advantage on speed, on cost, on client experience, everything you've just said. That is what it gives you. The problem with traditional guys is while they do want to go there, they have a lot of legacy issues. They've got legacy systems. They've got big teams, very hard to do it. You've got, truthfully, in some segments, very old school financial advisors who don't really want to do that. They want pen and paper. They want to go. They want to sit. They actually want that stuff. And with most traditional companies, um, advisors keep the lights on and kind of what they say goes. Um, so guys are embracing it, but in smaller, they can't just change the whole business model overnight. It's a very risky business model to say we've priced and we're going to do blood tests and now we're going to move our whole model to an AI driven, you know, without understanding the risk. And so guys are hesitant to move. And for me, it's quite funny because that's what they want to do, but they're shackled, you know, they can't do it. But, but I think... If you ask me where it's going to go, I think, I think guys would love to have our tech, and we may lease it out at some point. We'll see. Um, but it takes time to build it. You really need to have a, a, a chassis that's flexible, and that's quite hard to build. We, ma we manage to master it. So I think guys will go that. It will become much more digital. Um, things, you know, there won't be forms in five, ten years. Um, you know, blockchain might come onto the scene. There'll be interesting, um, you know, obviously we've got a lot of wearables um, and that kind of IT, you know, internet of things, pulling different data sources, which we also do to a certain degree. So I think guys will follow. That's fascinating. Yeah, there's, there's incredible yeah. stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm fascinated, but look, the guys will definitely have to follow. There's no doubt about it. I mean, you set a benchmark, you've streamlined the whole process. I mean, I, just as you're talking now, I don't want to take out insurance, life insurance in the traditional sense like I've done in the past. I want convenience, you know. So that trend, I'm sure, is going to continue. I mean, with your experience, what kind of trends do you see growing in the life insurance industry? I imagine that AI is obviously going to play a massive role and there's lots of other technologies. But while you're talking and unpacking about the trends going forward and AI in particular, you know, there's been a lot of talk about AI, both negative and positive, and of course, the biases around AI, you know, and I, I'm, I don't know if, if bias, and I'm sure it does, come into this equation, how do you get around AI bias, especially when you're doing life insurance, and what kind of trends are you seeing moving forward? So I'll answer the trends, and I just want to understand, so when you say AI bias, I mean, are people against AI, or... 
No, no. I'm just saying that the AI is sometimes can be biased depending on what inputs go okay, into the sorry, AI so yes, yes. To, to give you the answers. So, gotcha. you know, for example, it's able to distinguish different, uh, you know, you know, different. Uh, what, what word should I use is different demographics um, and, you know, people that are sitting on a different journey when it comes to the wealth. Um, so, so AI can be. Uh, can have a bias when it comes to these kind of things. Yeah, so my answer would be you need smart developers and smart actuaries. No, so um, what you really in the build, you know, I'll take and I'll tell you the trends in the market and where it is. And I and and the truth is, so in our underwriting system, we can actually predict billions of outcomes, and and not just single outcomes where outcomes need other information to make that outcomes. Our models talk to each other. It's an unbelievable. The the way we built it is just phenomenal. I'm really proud of my guys. And, but the truth is you need the people in the back end to be able to, to create the models that allow for that bias, you know, that take into account every model has bias. So you do need good guys that know what they're doing. I think where the market's going is so many different ways that could happen. I mean, I spoke of blockchain, which is an interesting one. You know, there's lots of talk of, of putting insurance on. Uh, I mean, that's not AI, but, but it is, you know, a different form of technology, which would be very interesting. I mean, you've obviously got wearables, which is more technology, you know, monitoring heart rates, you know, that, but that's really in the market, it's been there for a while. Um, right. I, I think a lot of the AI will sit in the underwriting engine and the assessment of risk in traditionally life insurance and insurance, because that is the most complex part. So, sorry, and, and also on claims. So, I, I see the market moving. I mean, we're ready there. We saw the gap and started building it. And then you, the funny thing is, COVID happened, and it just, everyone now had a rush to be online and digital. And it was quite funny because that's where we were. You know, that's we were like, okay, that's what we're building. We knew that was the future. So it's definitely been digital, been quicker, um, building underwriting models that can accurate, accurately predict risk. I mean, that's just a given. I mean, we have built that. But then also your claims, yeah. your claims process, also AI driven, and more of a short-term space. Yes. But that's the other way. So um, to be able to to claim, you know, and as you claim, you get paid out, and the AI, you know, algorithm will assess the, you know, is it fraud, is it not, and with a relative degree of accuracy, be able to pay out. I know a lot of short-term insurers do that. They this traditionally got burned quite badly because their models haven't been as strong enough to predict the fraudulent cases, and they end up paying way more. But that's where the that's where the world's going. It's going to an underwriting process, which is couple of minutes, your claims is almost instant, and you can service at a click of a button. That, that is where it's at with, with AI and tech and understanding the risk. I also think that AI will come in and tech will come in to source different sources to, you know, to assess risk. I mean, they do it. You've got credit risk or this risk or, you know, pull all that information together and building models. So taking all that information, building AI models and predicting risk even more accurately because that's what insurance companies want to do. They want to predict risk as accurately as possible. So I see a massive trend of bringing information, running your models, and then predicting risk and then claim side becoming a lot more automated. It's an amazing journey. So let me ask you this. Are you an insurance company or are you a fintech? That's a great question. Um, we are, we're an insurtech, um, so we're both, but we are, so we, we probably half and half, and I would say we are driven by um, a very strong R&D team based on behavioral economics that understands insurance incredibly well, and I'm proud of that side because a lot of guys build, you know, fintech companies, insurtech companies without insurance background, and I would not advise anyone to do that because yes. there's certain fundamentals that you need 
you know, our core team is, is you know, we've got a very big core team of actuaries, qualified actuaries, who understand insurance background, so you need that. But we also got some of the smartest developers that we could have sourced together in South Africa that allow us to bring these two worlds together. So I wouldn't say we either. I would say we down the middle. We're very we're a tech savvy insurance company, but of both. It's a tough wow. question. Amazing. Tough question. Uh, no, it's a very tough question because there's the tech that's driving all of this. Yeah. And I imagine that you're doing life insurance now, but you're probably looking at short term insurance. You're looking at all sorts of other aspects. Uh, of of insurance, you know, pets. I mean, it's all got the same principle at the end of the day. Correct. It's the parameters and the AI and the machine learning that you add and the algorithms that you add over all of those things. But people watching this are saying, wow, I'm blown away by one spark as I am myself right now. What do I do? How do I get insured in three minutes like you say? Yeah, it's very simple. And I agree with you. We are looking at all the different um, facets. Pets, I know we spoke briefly, so we're coming. I'll, I'll reach out when we're ready because um, it'll be the same kind of online journey. But it's very simple. You kind of go online. Again, you can get a quote in 10 seconds, indicative, and that quote will kind of, you know, you can do shop, you can shop around. If you're looking online, go see what we offer, see what other guys offer. You'll be presently surprised across all the benefits. And then the whole process, you're literally on the website. It's a couple clicks, ask a few questions, and then it does everything for you. It literally predicts the exact amount of cover you need. You know, you go there, it's a kind of three minute process, uh, start to finish. I think our quickest client got on in, I think it's 90 seconds, start to finish. Fully underwritten. You know. One Spark, onespark.co.za, Greg, what is it? Yeah, onespark.co.za, exactly. Quick and easy. That's a, what, a, what an amazing journey. And, and, and who, 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 who underwrites your life insurance? So we underwritten by Guardrisk, who's um, a subsidiary of the MMI group. So that's the Metropolitan um momentum group so they they kind of the, the mmi group own the metropolitan momentum and guard risk um and guard risk underwrite our book okay and, and i want to ask you a very uh that's not a random question i'm sure that you've been studying this for a long time and i find it fascinating when you look at human beings and our life expectancy uh you know it's certainly growing with time because healthcare is better we we actually, you know, despite all the negativity around us, we are living longer and we are healthier than we've ever been before. Um, and, and how does that impact uh, your AI and, and what you put into your system? Because, of course, health is being changed every day and, uh, you know, people are coming up with very clever innovations to add more, you know, life to our lives. And they say that, you know, kids born today are going to live way over 100. How do you even try and figure out What's that going to be like in the future? Because that's a, you can't kind of predict exactly how long we're going to live, but we are living longer. It's a brilliant question, and it comes back to the pay-as-you-need model. Our model doesn't need to do that. That's the beauty of it, because clients are only paying for the risk that they have each year. So it's dynamic, it changes, and, and it flexes with that. Well, other companies have to do that. Other companies have to predict 40, 50 years. No one knows what's going to happen after... Take COVID, no one knew that. So what, and this is another way why premiums are cheaper is because we don't have to build that, that prudence, that margin in. So if I was a traditional company uh -huh. and, I'm, and I'm pricing your model, I don't know how long you're gonna live or this or that, or I don't know if there's gonna be a COVID happening. So I have, to, I have to increase your premium a lot to take on that risk just in case because I have to price for 40, 50 years. Our model doesn't have to worry about that because you only pay for the risk each year. And that's a constantly changing thing, you know. It's, you know. And, um, and therefore, we don't have to make these outlandish assumptions in, in 40 years, and we don't have to build prudence and margin into a premium. So it's another saving coming back to you.
But if you ask the question, I mean, it is, it, it is difficult to predict that in the future. Um, life expectancy is increasing at a rapid rate, which is incredible for humankind. Some countries, it's not too good because they're not having enough babies to um, you know, pay for people going into retirement. So it's just a kind of thing. But um, yeah, actuaries are well placed to do that, to make certain assumptions and build margin in and yeah. Gee, Greg, I could talk to you for, for hours. I find this topic absolutely fascinating. And congratulations on, uh, on, on an incredible company. And uh, I look forward to watching your growth and your technology, which is the one that fascinates me the most, your passion and your, your passion for customer experience as well and making things easier for the customer. Greg Smith, who is the co-founder and joint CEO of OneSpark Insurance. Greg, thank you for your time and sharing the OneSpark journey with us. Anytime. Glad to be here and thank you very much. I really enjoyed that. Thanks, Aki. Thank you.